Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Running a little late today. I'm sorry about that. Uh, I haven't, you know, over three, 30 years, I haven't been late too, too much. The worst one ever was early on in the program's history. Uh, uh, D.H. Holmes, the department store, announced that it was going to uh, sell out everything and they were closing the one on on uh, on Canal Street, and everybody in New Orleans went there to get it, and and, and you I, just couldn't and, miss that sale. Well, I was you? I was on my way from, I was trying to cover about ten blocks from where I lived to the radio station, and uh, it was. <laughs> And the, the, the guys who were on the air were making Is fun that of me. Where you bought that? Yeah, tie? they were. Huh? Oh, you don't like this time? No, I like it. I was just. This is a Jim about... McCutcheon tie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought maybe you bought that at the DH home sale. A lot of people, you, a lot of people uh, com- uh, commented about this. That's a very nice tie. Uh, during the last year, uh, 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 month, month, no, uh, last few days, uh, my my wife and my daughter and I were in Los Angeles. Uh, because my son lives there, and my son's two sons also live there, and so we were out there uh, celebrating everybody's birthday. But you know it's from L.A. because it has this sign showing you know, a 101, which, yeah. you know. That's like the 101, the highway. The 101. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> well, anyway, uh, well, I don't know why we brought that up. But, uh, Dominic uh, is here, uh, and usually when he's here, we uh, get a lot of breeze going on the subject of uh that's another way of saying hot air from me. Uh, well, that's no, okay. no, I, I think it's it's kind of chilled I've out been air because it's because uh, both of us are, are radio finks, you know, or, or finks wrong choice of words. Uh, radio geeks, geeks, geeks. That's it. Okay. That's it. Definitely geeks. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Two six zero six three six eight is our number. Our program today is coming to you live from Impostados Restaurant in Metairie, and they lost. Uh, a, a funny little thing that is, I doubt it's going to help uh, or hurt them in any way, but uh, they uh, had uh, for a long time here, uh, well, th- there's a, a whole bunch of uh, dishes that could be talked about this, but uh, uh, they have always had a certain number of dishes that they've become famous for, and they uh, they come and they go and they come and they go. Anyway, I forget where I was going with that, so it's uh, we better just forget it now. Uh, where number is two six zero six three six eight. Mr. Joe Impostato will be here at some point. He usually does show up. I, I don't think he's he wants to give uh, you know like forty minutes of his uh, his thoughts, but uh, but uh, he always will give me at least uh, you know ten or fifteen of them, and uh, and we can learn about some stuff. We are doing an Eat Club dinner here tonight. It is the first one we have had in quite a while, anywhere, not just here or anywhere else. Uh, but um, I know everything is going to be just fine. Uh, the dinner is a uh, five-course dinner. We're starting off with some appetizers of various kinds. 
crab meat and shrimp mostly, but mm. put with different sauces. <clears throat> Second course is the thing that makes this this restaurant what it is. And I just not all that long ago uh, found myself in uh, in Italy, and in Italy, uh, especially if you're talking about down south, the way they like to make pasta is first of all to serve it at the uh, pretty much the beginning of the meal. They'll do one appetizer course, and then the pasta will be next, uh, which is not how we do it in this country. But uh, I think a case could be made for it. Uh, anyway, they would do that, and and they would combine uh, dishes together to get new ideas. And uh, anyway, so the this second course, this pasta course, is uh, uh, the fettuccine Alfredo, which is the best I've ever had anywhere. And I, I you know, you can say that very easily about just about anything, but uh, I can think this one will stand up because. Uh, on two different occasions, or you know, actually it was more than that. It was like three or four. I went to uh, a restaurant called Al- Alberto, uh, and this is the name of the people who say invented uh, the fettuccine Alfredo. I'm sorry, not Alberto, Alfredo. And uh, they claim to have invented the dish, and so everybody who uh, wants to eat the best of it goes over there. Well, there, there are four uh, such restaurants in Italy itself, and I've been to all four of them. And I've also had the fettuccine Alfredo here at Impostados, and I'm telling you it is at least as good as the one in Alfredo. That's saying something. And that is really saying something. And if you ever get a chance to go to, to Rome, it's in a good part of the city. There is a the gigantic... Uh, mausoleum of the emperor augustus caesar and his uh memorial takes up an entire block <laughs> if you can wow. imagine that he was kind of highly thought of and probably thought of himself popular pretty, guy very well i don't know about that but julius caesar was not so about oh, him he made a salad <clears throat> after him huh Huh? named a salad after him huh uh yeah that's right caesar salads okay. right yeah, except that it comes from Mexico. Oh. <laughs> did, did you know that? No, I didn't. It is, yeah. Uh, that's that's a true fact. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, Caesar salad was originally created by a, a guy who owned a restaurant in Tijuana. And uh, he put this salad together, just threw it together and put it on the table. And it, at that time, there was a lot of fixing at the table that was done with that. And you would toss all the ingredients you ha- you would have. Let's see what goes into a Caesar salad: uh, olive oil, uh, uh, the the uh, uh, in vi- the vinegar that's used to do that is uh, is typically the what's that called? Uh, do you remember vinaigrette? Vinaigrette? No, it's not vinaigrette. This what? What'd you say? Red and vinegar. But there's another there's another word for that. Uh, somebody is screaming at me right now from the other side of town to tell me what it is but anyhow uh where was i okay so you would have the 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 uh oliver uh, the olive uh olive oil olive oil then you'd have the the vinegar and then you would start getting a little bit of garlic a little bit of this a little bit of that a little bit of that and then it would be tossed ultimately with the fetch with the uh, little cubes of uh of uh of of uh, 
you know, the, the kind of get chopped up into cubes and then tossed with the oh, salad. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. And it, you, you, you toss it at the table. If you really are going to do it right, you toss it at the table and uh, serve it like that. And that's how, in the old days, Italian restaurants used to get really amazing prices for uh, for that for a Caesar salad because it was done all at the table and it looked like it was something very special, which of course it was. And uh, that's everything you'd want to know about uh, Caesar salad, including a lot more that you didn't want to listen well, to. Well, no, I learned <clears throat> some interesting things here. So. Somebody call me up and tell me the name of the of the vinegar that is aged too. It's aged in in barrels, uh, and for some reason I have a mental block against remembering what you call it. So he them. was he was mentioning red wine vinegar earlier. Red wine wine vinegar, yeah. Was that that wasn't it? All all, all uh okay. you know, it's one of those things that all uh of that kind of vinegar it qualifies as as wait I've got them backwards here. I'm all mixed up today. It's been a funny right, day. Deep breath, take <laughs> a sip of water. <laughs> uh, um, all right, so anyhow that's uh, that's where uh, the salad, the Caesar salad, came from, and uh, right here in Italian restaurants, okay. and they sell it like crazy, but not like they used to in the old days. It used to be an unbelievably. Uh, hey, Billy, how you doing? Good, Can I ask you a question? Yes. I parked my car right around in front in front of your your kitchen entrance. Am I going to get towed away from? Yeah, okay, I always want to check before leaving it somewhere, but I just was barely making it here, so yeah. it was just not one of my things. It's just these stupid things oh. that happen. Hey, look, don't feel bad. We all have those days. People are on hold, apparently, or it looked like they were. Not yet. Anybody, what, anybody know the the name of that aged, special, long, sometimes aged for a long time, uh, vinegar? That is very popular these days, not just in Italian cooking, but in uh, cooking all around. Uh, and for some reason, my my brain is just oh, going. Somebody's up. calling. Somebody, so. know, somebody will know this. I mean, because our listeners uh, are are so smart and and know so many things that we we will find this out immediately. Watch, we, the the phone is ringing, and we will soon know uh, the answer. That ah, it's Gregory, who is one of our stalwart callers into the food show over a long period of time. Uh, how you doing, Greg? Uh, happy New Year, Uncle Tom. So uh, ha- happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, sure is. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Happy New Year. Why not? I mean, yeah, happy, happy New Year. Whatever. Why not? <laughs> so, what are you stumped That's on? The, the kind of song. vinegar. <laughs> the kind of vinegar huh? that you used in the Caesar salad. Yeah. Well, what? I, in, yeah. I said I. My best recollection, and I did have it in Tijuana at Caesar's restaurant. At Caesar yeah. Cardini was his name. Caesar um, Cardini. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah. Cesar he, Cardini. Yeah. And his restaurant and, was in Tijuana. Yeah, and but he also had a very popular one in San Diego. What made that restaurant yeah. so popular in the early '30s was Prohibition, and uh, one night he had run right, out of stuff. Probably so. Yeah. And yeah. he only had some eggs, and he had some romaine lettuce, and he had. Great Parmesan cheese, and he had, um, he had, uh, you know, but his his vinaigrette wasn't so much. It was based on lemon, you know. You would start it up with the with the uh, parboiled yolk. Yeah, it was lemon juice and uh-huh. um, and olive oil, and well, uh, he'd get that going. He'd smear the garlic uh-huh. all, and and believe no anchovies in the original Caesar salad. 
No, no that's, that's You know how I know that? Uh, uh, no less than uh, the queen of all cookbook writing. Uh, 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 oh, there's another one slipping down. Julia Child. Uh, she Julia said Child, yeah. I was going to say Kit that, Wool, but yeah, Julia Child. That, that there was definitely not any uh, uh, little, little, uh, anchovies. little uh, anchovies tossed around in there. And, and, he, and she said, as an authority on this, I present mm-hmm. to you Cesar Cardini, who invented it, and he says there is no fettuccine uh, anymore of that uh, uh, that's anchovies, yeah. Anchovies. But you know, yeah. it it um it uh, really gained fame out of a fluke, and it, it was a that was a mecca for a lot of the Hollywood types to go down oh, to sure. Tijuana during Prohibition, and uh, and and of course there was always great food down there, and and still is, and there's parts of Tijuana, you know, you know, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't go on Revolution Boulevard, but there's some great places to eat uh, food in in that Tijuana to, to this day. They, I mean, they, they're actually growing wine in Baja, California, which is absolutely fantastic, and you, making you, olive you, oils. And you know, I, uh, I once uh, was in that part of the country, and in that, that part of the wine country, I'll even go that yeah. farther. Uh, Other far. people don't know that. And, uh, that's right. Uh, but it was really interesting to see, and I'm trying to remember what winery it was. It, it was one that used to be very popular but has not been for quite a long time. Uh, anyway, he said uh, to me that the uh, if you're uh, putting all of these things together or trying to anyway, uh, you have to go with the original recipes, and that's why he insisted on it. But uh, exactly, anyway. and, and I've had the difference. You know who used to make a great spectacle of it, and it didn't cost anything more because the restaurant was yeah. already quite pricey. But Louis the Sixteenth did that. Oh yeah, the salad it was terrific, salad, and it was yeah. just it was just delicious. And they would give you the option, anchovy or no anchovy. Yeah. And, frankly, I've had both. And, uh, you know, I think the anchovy adds a little, you know, a little umami, a little meatiness to it. But yeah. other than that, you know, I'll, I'll take it the way it is. But it is I, one I, of my favorites. Yeah, I, I like uh, anchovies. In fact, I have some recipes where it, it turns up that, and you're really not expecting it, like uh, Oysters Rockefeller. My mm-hmm. recipe for Oysters Rockefeller I say it's mine because I actually did work it out myself, but I was trying to get Antoine's version of it. Uh, just right, I know out. that, and, I, and I've done yours. Of course, you know and your 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 cookbook's not far from any real cook's chef. I mean, cooks. Uh, well, I don't know about right. that, but the uh, but uh, he was uh, <laughs> he was very. They were very nice about that. Uh, uh-huh. They didn't give me anything, and I didn't want anything from them, so uh, no big deal. But the uh, well, of course, the. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, you can use these anchovies in all sorts of interesting ways that you might not think of. Uh, it was I think it's a great little background flavor. I use yeah. it for, for like I said, that umami where you at least, you know, Ooh, where umami. it needs a little something. Yeah. Umami, all right, you so know, that little fit. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm still after uh, a piece of information, and that is there's a name for a certain kind of Italian uh, vinegar that has oh, been balsamic? aged. Huh? Balsamic. Balsamic. balsamic, thank you. That's what I I've been. That's what I've been trying to. Yeah, I use it all the time. I have the good stuff, and balsamo. then I have the uh, not so good stuff. The uh, good stuff I use for almost like dessert. <laughs> you put a few drops of it on a chunk of Parmesan Reggiano, and believe it or yeah. not, that's dessert in some parts of Tuscany. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, hey. Oh. And is there a part of Tuscany that doesn't have good food? If there is, I haven't found I it. I can't. Yet. I can't find one yet. Anyway, yeah. Tom. 
I, I, Thank you. Delightful show, delightful day. I'm glad to listen. Bye. I fooled another one, Dominic. Oh, and I so much needed to this day, you know. Emil is here. Is it the Emil? We'll find you out got me, Tom. You got me, buddy. You got the right name. I'm I'm actually <laughs> going to call myself the Orient Express Gourmet. The Orient <laughs> Express. <laughs> you know, you know why, what's funny? The I, reason I, why that, I watched that movie last night, and I wanted to ask you a question yeah. about that. Because yeah, I wrote, did it, you know. I I, yeah, I took the ride. You watched the movie, didn't you? The what I I've seen the movie, but I've never I was not in the movie. But this no, this, this is, is one this where this is the one this is the one with Michelle Pfeiffer, and I watched it last night. Did that yeah. Orient well, they, they the movie showed them going through the Alps and the snow pretty nice. That's true. All of that is true. The the views the views that you get from that uh, train as you drive around in Switzerland and uh, northern Italy and northern uh, France, uh, it's like nothing I've ever seen in my life. It's very, very expensive to do that. But though. that train uh, was really what you actually wrote in, the one that was in the movie, because that's the only time I've ever seen in the Orient Express train, and it had smoke coming out of the, the top, and well, it looked yeah, nice it, on the inside. It, it, uh, that's a... Uh, a uh, that's a, a, a locomotive that dates back to the 1920s. And in the 1920s, they were still uh, running with coke, uh, coal, rather, coal and instead of uh, diesel or anything like that. It was an old-style piece of work. Not anymore. Yeah, I know you enjoyed the train because you like trains. And I did notice something in the movie that yeah. I, I guess it's real. I, I know you liked it because I saw white tablecloths. On the on the tables oh, in the movie. Oh, thank goodness! Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I want you to know that we are sitting in a white tablecloth restaurant right now at here in Impostados. Yeah, Impostados. I've, been to, I've been to the cellars on the North Shore, and I'm That's gonna, fun I don't too. know if they got the same food, but I'm going to get ready to go there. But I wanted to tell you, get back on food. I went to Drago's for my first time in Metairie on the South uh-huh. Shore because. Uh-huh at the hospital at Jefferson Highway, I said, and it was my wife's birthday. Oh, I said, let's go, let's yeah. go do Drago's and have that lobster that Tom talks about. Cause it's a real good lobster from Maine. Yeah. Oh, we had the best good meal in too. the world. We had a, a spinach dip that would, which they give us those, um, crunchy, uh, uh, I don't know them flakes and they give us spinach dip and they had the lobster and we also, uh-huh. oh, we also had to have some oysters, you know that. <laughs> oh, of course. Wouldn't, wouldn't be. Uh... was is a great place. It was packed. And we still could walk in. They don't take reservations. So we walked in and we saw all them cars, and it was a big place. We can't wait to go back. And I know you, you, you don't have uh, eat club dinners at Drago's. But I know Drago's. We do. It's it's been a while, but we have certainly done them over there. Yeah, and where you're at today yeah. is not too far from there, so uh, I don't no, go out that's at true. night. It's so in the in the neighborhood, yeah. And I don't drink, and I don't go out at night, so I'm I'm waiting for one of those lower price things because I can't drink, so that's eliminates uh, that. Well, but uh, still, just you know, don't drink. Bucks. No, nobody's going to make you. Nobody's going to make you drink. You can. We don't lower the price. People ask me for that all the time, but 
you know. You all ever have those eat club dinners in the daytime? Mostly at uh, night. No, huh? you, we we have done that, but they fail dismally. Oh, people, I see you, why. When you go out to a when you go out to a first class restaurant, people want to sit down, take it easy, let it go for a while, have a drink if they drink, and not if they not. And uh, and it's if you try to jam it in, especially in a time category, nobody's happy. Well, I wish you a I good don't want eating any night. People. I wish you a good what? eating night and a good time. And be careful of that storm tomorrow. They're talking serious weather. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, okay. by us and everywhere else. Uh, also, I wanted to wish you a happy Easter, buddy, and tell uh, your wife. And I know you, your kids are up in Los Angeles. But uh, I imagine you'll call them and uh, have a good Easter. Thank you. Nice hearing from you. See ya. And it's maybe don't eat a wrap. This is Tom Fitzmaurice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Hello there. Welcome back. It's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmaurice. Here's how all this works. If you, Dominic is pretending that he's playing a violin here. Wait, or is or are you playing the uh, a guitar or what? Violin. A violin. Violin, yeah. I, can you play the violin? No, absolutely I can't not. either. I know. So we could get together and do an ensemble here. You know. Only if you want to clear the room and have everybody running for their lives. Uh, I knew that I was never going to get very far uh, trying to figure out how to play the violin. Uh, when my violin teacher, I actually had gone as far as for about five or six years having a violin teacher. And uh, and he was one of his friends came over and he says, this is Tom Fitzmaurice here. You want to hear how he does on the violin? And and the first guy said, yeah, I'd like to see that because he knew that it was going to be pretty bad. Oh, I mean, okay. Uh, and, and, it, and they were just waiting to see what it was. And so my my teacher did a couple of lines, and then the the new guy tried his best. And he actually, both of they, them sounded sure. great, of course. Yes. And they said, Tom, hit it. <laughs> and it. Well, anyway, uh, one looked at the other and said, boy, that's raucous. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that was his criticism. And I never returned to the violin after that. <clears throat> that was like scratching a chalkboard. <clears throat> Although for the radio station once, we had a promotion in town. Uh, I forget why it was, but uh, they would put a guy on a rooftop. Yes around town. Okay. Uh, it was very, very close to the Superdome. It was our old location when right. we were all over there. Yes. And uh, and they were going to give away uh, was, they were going to give away uh, some uh, something or other. It might have been tickets to the performance or something like that. And uh, what happened? Uh-oh. <laughs> that. Okay. Anyway, we'll finish the rest of this story. Maybe never if we are lucky. 260-6368. 260-6368. Call right now. You'll get right in. We are coming to you live today from Impostado's Restaurant in Metairie. And as far as I know, uh, we uh, they still have some, uh, some uh, reservations available. Uh, if you want to take a look, the... the a phone number is 455. Oh, brother. Here we go again. It's the right piece of paper is in the wrong place. 455-4515. We'll, we'll find, I'll find out this in, a, in just a second. I, I know they have some reservations still left, but not very many. Five-course dinner. We start off with uh, 
an assortment of uh, seafood items. And then we graduate over to their famous fettuccine Alfredo, which you just don't get anything better than that. Uh, After that, they're doing this salad uh, that has a whole bunch of different things in it and and, uh, just terrific stuff. And then uh, you have a choice of, I think, five or six entrees. The one that a lot of people like is the uh, filet, uh, filet mignon that they actually um, will uh, cure. Excuse me, not cure. They're, they're smoking it. It's a smoked filet mignon, which is something you don't see very often. That's an unusual approach to it. There are some cooks who would say that's not a very good idea either, but I'm not one of them. It's pretty good. And whenever we've had our eat clubs in the past, we've always uh, – did a lot of uh, a lot of that. Uh, so uh, anyway, after the, what else do we have? They have a couple of other pasta dishes. They're doing manicotti, which is something I think is just great, and it's hard to explain. Uh, but it's a, 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 a sheet of pasta, very thin, and then it's rolled up with uh, with uh, some of that uh, wonderful Italian. Uh, uh, like it's made in the in the style of a uh, of qu- uh, cream cheese, uh, and uh, <clears throat> they roll this all up and they serve it with a red sauce and it's it's some kind of good, and uh, but they have several other things too. There's some seafood. There's a, again I tell you a little bit of everything. One other thing that is available uh, at the at the end the way they serve desserts here at Impostados has always been something that everybody likes. Here's the way it works. They bring out a whole bunch of their their uh, seafoods, and in fact, I think they send all of them out. Uh, and then the uh, the way that that uh, that pulls together is that they put it on the table, and you pick whatever you like. And uh, once you hit that, you can take any one you want. And if somebody else grabbed the one you wanted before you had a chance to do so. I just ask them for some more of it. They'll bring it to you. This is one of the most hospitable restaurants I I know. Uh, You ask Mr. Joe, can I have fill in the blank? Or can I have this with fill in the blank? He doesn't care. He's going to do it whatever way you want, and you're going to walk away from it happy. So uh, that's the way things work over here at Impostados, where we are uh, here hanging out. Uh, We will start uh, the food coming at six o'clock, uh, seven o'clock, I think is is the time, six thirty or seven o'clock, and uh, we have a pretty good number of people here. It's the uh, first time we've done a dinner here in quite a while, but we're overdue, and I'm looking forward to having uh, my dinner. I'll tell you what mine's going to be. I am going to skip the appetizer completely, <laughs> not because it's got any kind of problem. But because it's too much food, this is something that happens when you come to Impostados. They really feed you. So, uh, so I'm, I'm just going to push that off to one side. I'm sure somebody else at the table will jump on top of it and grab it. Uh, but beyond that, <clears throat> uh, there was uh, uh, the next thing is the pasta that I mentioned earlier, the fettuccine Alfredo. And then uh, that choice of entrees, there's a, uh, an entree of uh, called the redfish uh uh the name of that uh that's well it's 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 redfish we know that and uh they they just serve it up in a simple way 
anyway, it's uh, that's how uh, all that comes together. The price is $80. That includes tax, tip, wines. The whole program is there, and they're waiting for you. to. All you have to do is give them a call. All I need is the uh, phone number. Could I persuade you, or do you know? Uh, you're talking about it's, to here? Yeah, uh, yeah for coming here and having... Huh? Infestados. Infestados, I know that, but what is the... Uh, 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 we're uh, having... What's what, what, what um, I working my way up to here? 455 five, 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 1545. 455 1545. Five, 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 I think I got it all, all right, uh, all right except one. Oh. <laughs> Not that that'll help anything. And uh, if I were you and you're coming to our dinner, I would not wait until you get here at 6.30 or so uh, to come here. Four, five, That's what five, I said. Four, five. Wait, say it again. This time. Uh, four, five, five. Four, five, five. Fifteen, fifteen, forty-five. Thank you. And uh, we're going to have a nice crowd in here tonight. And, and, you know, but there's one other thing about the Eat Club dinners and I. We haven't been doing the dinners as much as we used to, and so I haven't been able to tell you this, but we have had so many friends forming, friendships forming from these things than you can imagine. Uh, we have had, you know, full tables of people. Nobody knew anybody uh, uh, except five or ten minutes later, in which, at which point everybody knows everybody. I can tell you why. You tell me why. It's the pasta. <laughs> that pasta, will, that pasta I, is I the would, ultimate comfort food. I uh, think you could have something there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's it pulls you together, all right. It is. Wonderful. We've had a few marriages come out of here. I can believe, believe that. it or not. Yeah. And uh, if you're looking to get married, well, you might be able to ha- have it happen here. I don't sure. Maybe not, but you never can tell. Yeah. Who knows anything about marriage anyway? It's the food show. Two six zero six three. Six eight. We'd love to talk with you about eating, about restaurants, cooking, and wine, and anything that is on your mind. Let's see. What did, what did I? I don't think I had dinner last night. We we have a, a funny. Are you, you know, starving yourself now? Star- no, I'm definitely not starving okay. myself. All right. I'm doing okay with that. All right. I've only lost eighty pounds. No, I'm looking at yeah. you. When you say you didn't have dinner last night, I was like, well, yeah. Gee, well, you got to eat dinner, you know, unless you don't. You know, there's something wrong. Who are these guys? <laughs> <laughs> sit down, sit down. You, I, you know, you could wait. Put you that could, headset on. Come, wait, wait. Uh, you're you're losing weight, and how are you doing it? I've just given up candy. Get, okay, that's <laughs> actually a good idea. Yeah. Good, good idea. Um, well, what is your what is your uh, your approximate position in this organization? Um, kind of. Anywhere they need me, really. Yeah, I, I, I guess you, I really Are don't have a title. Are you in the kitchen and in the dining room? And uh, I, I can I can put it this way: I can be anywhere they need me to be. Okay. And uh, well, tonight though, I'll be out here serving y'all some delicious food. But yeah, I, I'm waiter tonight. But no, I can yeah. go to kitchen here, bar, wherever they need me. Well, that's a good way to be. I mean, that's hospitality industry in a in a thumbnail. Oh yeah, uh, knowing uh, all the positions. Yeah. All the positions. So, uh, can I throw a few things at you about what we're going to have? Let me see if sure, I have time to, to do this. Top of the hour coming yeah, up. One it'd, minute. It'd be more fun. Yeah, we'll just do a little bit of it. That first appetizer, we're having something with crab meat, something with shrimp, I think. 
Yes, the shrimp au gratin is the shrimp with the spicy cream sauce and the uh-huh. melted cheese. Yeah. And then we have a crab meat cannelloni. Crab meat cannelloni is yeah. the cannelloni with the uh, the crab meat and the crawfish and little miniere sauce over the top. Or so you're getting crawfish now. Oh, yes. Now we have crawfish tails, yes. Oh, uh, good. It's about time. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm going to stop our conversation, but I don't want to end it because uh, when you, we come back from the news, I'd like to get more into this if, you, if you've oh, got sure. time. Absolutely. All right, stay tuned. More of the food show is coming after the news from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.